0: Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast amongst friends from around the country. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Racer down in St. Petersburg, Florida. top Meininger up in Cumming, Georgia. And in Tampa, it's Anthony Malafrante. Great to see you boys. Bill, how are you?
1: Doing good. Doing good. Back to work today after about 10 days off, which felt really good. Five rounds of golf in the 10 days. Felt kind of like Sean Carpenter a little bit, playing a lot of golf. And although my game is not like Sean Carpenter's at the moment um just struggling 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 but i did get to play with a winner yesterday uh sean uh sean um rick Shab. yeah you know rick right uh sean, yeah. big tall guy fired a 75 a easy 75 with 15 pars and three bogeys just wow just real pure hit uh might have missed two fairways got up and down a couple times because he's really good with a short game uh, that was a lot of fun but we missed a couple of people we didn't get to play with anthony or joe Anthony with a legitimate excuse, he'll share later, Joe, eh, it's raining and my hip hurts. So he didn't want to show up. So that's fine.
0: Okay. Right. That's <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that was my, that was my weekend.
0: Uh, good. Todd, how was your, your new year's and your first weekend of the year?
2: Oh, uh, new year's was very low key, which is fine by me. Um, didn't do much, just hung out a little bit. Uh, stayed up a little later, may have had one or two more libations than uh, I should have, but we, we stayed home and, uh, Stayed safe and, and had a good time. Um, a ton of sports went on, uh, had, had a great time watching it. Took a little bit of a break from the tennis and uh, pickleball arena. Um, a lot of people were out of town. And uh, so kind of looking forward to this weekend, getting, getting back into it, getting active. Um, and today, like everyone else, started back. Um, unfortunately, I had phone calls on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, um, but I took them. I could have sent them to voicemail. Um, so I guess that's good, right? It means business is going, construction is still going. Um, but uh, it was a nice kind of time off, but I was playing defense, uh, watching emails, answering phone calls, all the good stuff. So looking forward to hitting 2021 running for sure. Right on. Mal, how
3: about you, bud? As Bill mentioned, we, uh, I didn't get to play golf on Sunday. We played on Friday. Uh, Sunday, we uh, had the lovely Sophia D's uh, baptism which was uh, wonderful. Uh, so we had a little family time and uh, celebrated Sophia, uh, And I uh, got back to work pretty full steam uh, today. Uh, and uh, just looking forward to getting 2021 uh, off to a good start.
2: Didn't yeah. you have another uh, family event or was that last week? Didn't you have a Zoom wedding? or was that last uh, Oh,
3: God, thank you so much. Yes, we yeah. did we had a Zoom wedding on New Year's Eve. Yep, which was the best way to bring in to put 2020 behind us and put 2021 yeah. in full in full focus. It was over 200 people. Uh my nephew Frank and Becca, are now uh, are now married. Uh it was a terrific ceremony. I was blown away. By how by how uh, by, by how poignant it was. Uh, Becca's mom could not make it to Connecticut for the wedding because of COVID. She sang a hymn from her church in Missouri that I swear to you was it, it was it, it, it I had tears in my eyes. It was beautiful. It was spectacular. The whole the whole event just was really, really special. Uh, it was a great celebration uh, with all the cousins, all the uncles, all the aunts, all the friends from all over the place in a big Zoom call. It was pretty sweet. And we did it right from our living room, drinking, uh, drinking cocktails. So It was kind of nice. That's fun. Cool.
0: The awkward part was when the priest asked the wife if she would take the husband and then there was a pause and then someone said, you're on mute. You're on mute. Um, <laughs> that's great, Mal. Two, two, two big events in your in your in your family. That's awesome. Congratulations on the uh, baptism.
3: Um, yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. It really was. Uh, Decent weekend here.
0: Uh, waited till January first to put two listings on the market so you'd get that new fresh MLS number. Uh, I put the 14th and the 15th listing in our city on the market on Friday and by Sunday night both are in contract. So yeah. nice nice market we're in right now if you have if you have sellers it's challenging if, certainly if you have buyers. But then I watched a lot of sports and um got ready for for uh, a couple of my presentations that I have this week to kick off a very busy very busy January. So guys, let's talk some sports. Let's start with 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 bowls and let's just kind of focus on the New Year's Six. Um let's get this one out of the way early. The Cotton Bowl was the first of the of the six to be played, and that was cut. that was Ohio, uh, Oklahoma versus Florida.
1: And, um, I don't remember that one.
0: Yeah, Florida, Florida struggled. Oklahoma. Congrats to Alyssa Hellman and our Oklahoma friends. It was a big blowout win by Oklahoma. Challenging for Kyle Trask and the Gators when they had all of their basically their their starting receiving core opt out. Uh, Kyle Pitts was out. Uh, Trevon Tram- Tram- Rhymes was out. K- Darius Tony was out. J- Jacob Copeland was out. Um, and, and a few more on defense. Uh, I think the entire secondary is all freshmen, starting freshmen, mm-hmm. uh, they, which is why Oklahoma ran for 600, or mass for 684 yards, I believe, the most Florida Gators have ever given up um, in, in their history, um, not just in bowls. So congrats to Oklahoma. Just, you know, Todd, it was a tough finish to the Gators' season, three losses in a row, but they did make it to the SEC championship game and stepping stone, I guess, right?
2: Yeah, I kind of um, hated the way the season ended. Uh, otherwise, great season, but to lose the, the three in a row, the LSU loss being the, the bad one, uh, Alabama valiant effort. Uh, but these are not excuses. Um, Florida may have lost anyway full strength, but when you have 29 guys out, opt out, and you're under the, the, the threshold, um, we had 50-something players, and Dan Mullen, quite frankly, said, I could have opted out of the game. We could have just said, hey, we're not playing but he decided to um, get the young guys some experience um, and treated it more like a spring game. And of course, Oklahoma fans and coaches didn't like that explanation. Um, they can't just take the, the huge win and be happy. They got to, they're upset because of the explanation, but I don't mind that ex- explanation and I'm glad they went out and played glad that some freshmen got some experience, hated it for uh, Trask. What a, what an awful way to, to go out. But um, I was proud of him. He, he actually played um, that shows Shows his character, and, and I don't blame the other guys for not playing, um, uh, but I was super, super proud of Trask for stepping up. So frustrating end, but, uh, hey, on to 2021, and uh, we'll, uh, it'll, it might affect our preseason ranking, but who really cares, right? Yeah,
0: and speaking of spring games, the Philadelphia Eagles last night, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, you know, Todd, you made a great point because you, you, you know, in a thread we were in, um, as Trask was struggling three interceptions in the first half, his lowest output, no, no touchdown passes. Um, you know, clearly had an unbelievable season uh, with the Gators and, you know, his story, but Todd sent a text to the group guys. And it said um, people want to know why some of these stars opt out. Um, that's why Trask might have thought to opt out, you know, because he, he gained nothing in that game. He probably hurt himself yeah. in theory um, in some eyes, um, so, you know, it's a good point. Uh, Todd, right around the corner from you, the Peach Bowl uh, saw Georgia face off against Cincinnati in what was a pretty good game with some horrible coaching decisions towards the end for both squads. Um, Georgia ends up winning it on a last second field goal and then gets a garbage safety um, yeah. with, with, you know, that didn't matter. Um, they had two seconds left to try and do a 50 flip um, pass uh, so a a good win for Georgia. I don't know that they'd be beating, They should be beating their chests over a last second field goal, um, but and a tough loss for Cincinnati, who was close to an undefeated season. Um, Todd, I, I know you had your eyes on that one because of your allegiance with Jenny. Yeah, yeah. I watched that um, that entire game actually, and uh, a, c- a few things. Stand yeah, the other up. game on, on on that day was a dud. The yeah. Northwestern uh, Auburn game was horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, Georgia made great defensive adjustments.
2: Um, first play of the third quarter was a 70 yard run by Cincinnati, and that was it. Um, Georgia stopped them every possession after. Um, Sean, I know you, you, uh, you know Luke Fickle from T ball days, and um, you, you defended him, great guy, but I, he, I think he made a really bad coaching decision. Um, third, and two. third and two. If you run the ball, Georgia's left with about 30 seconds left. They go for the pass, incomplete. George has got a minute and, you know, 20 seconds left. Um, but before then, I think Curry made a really, really, really awful decision. He had three timeouts, um, didn't make it on third down. So either you punt, have all your timeouts left, um, or long story short, he took a timeout and then decided to punt, which made no sense to me at all. If you take that timeout, you're saying, all right, we're, we're going to put a play together. We're going to go for it which I would respect, or you let the clock go to zero. You didn't take the five yard penalty and punt the ball. And then you could stop them and have plenty of time left. Um, Again, I think Kirby Kirby's a great defensive mind, similar to Will Muschamp. Not sure I'm a fan of him as a head coach. Um, And and to punctuate that, he has an assistant that is in charge of grabbing his belt. He doesn't (laughs) run on the field when he's, I mean, how out of control are you? If you have to pay someone to grab your belt, so you don't run on the field. My I mean,
1: guess is that's the assistant strength coach. That's the kind of gigs they right, do. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Or, yes. Yeah. And it's just like, I love his passion, but he's got defensive coordinator passion. You need to have a certain even keel about you. I believe yeah. to would be a great head coach. But Mike, Le- um, Mike
0: Leach does not have a get back guy. Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So anyway, some bad coaching decisions, but a very entertaining game. Cincinnati had a great season. Um, and uh, Georgia did what they had to do to win it. So, yeah, it was a really
0: interesting game. Yep. Uh, Fiesta Bowl, Iowa State, outlasts Oregon. Uh, Orange Bowl, AM outlasts UNC. Uh, any that game was on those tight. There was like four minutes left. And it was. Scored. It was. Yeah, they, and they scored kind of the a late, late one ones, to yeah. push to 14. But that was a, a, a good game. And, you know, once again, we'll see if Jimbo Fisher, if this is a nice little, you know, that, that win against Florida was their first top ten win or top five win. Um, early in the season. And, and then they catapulted them to, you know,
2: he is riding this horse until, um, until the fall. You know, I, I guarantee he's going to use this, you know, we excited. we, we should have been in the playoffs. We went 10 one. Those coaches are really good at using that, uh, using that momentum. Yep. Sure. They are.
0: Uh, let's talk Rose and sugar. That's first of the two playoff games, guys, uh, started with the Rose bowl, Alabama, as expected outlasts Notre Dame, um, Bill, where do you want to start? Najee Harris hurtling the guy, Deontay Smith uh, pretty much running at will. Uh, you know, the secondary. Yeah, what, does, what does Saban Mark call Jones?
1: him? Saban calls him Smitty. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's unbelievable. Um
0: yeah, uh, we're,
1: we're so what is what what's left for Notre Dame to do? <laughs> you know, how do you how do you how do you even um, I mean because First of all, I guess they—I guess Alabama didn't cover, right, for the first time this year.
0: Uh, yeah, they, I think they won by 17 instead of 19.
1: 19, 19 yeah. So, yeah, it was close. Yeah, it was close, but um, and I'm sure a ton and of they people didn't cover against
0: Florida either. Um,
1: oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, six. Yeah, it was a six-point game. So, um, yeah, I, you know, it was—it was just something that you knew was coming, and and right. it was just which which is exactly the opposite of the next game you're going to talk about for me, but but uh, you know, it was very. Uh, uh, you know, Notre Dame just is frustrating. I much I would have much rather have seen Texas A&M in that game, to be brutally honest, right? Um, in, in hindsight's, you know, but hindsight's hindsight.
2: Well, uh, Bill, at Notre Dame, it was disappointing, right? Um, but the ACC took it on the chin. They were 0-6 this bowl season. Wow. 0-6. Uh, we, we glossed over, but Kentucky uh, and Ole Miss, um, two, you know, the pack sec teams
1: gets win, get wins
2: yeah so i i just i i'm an sec guy i just think we're big no. brother right yeah i know bill i know <laughs> so yeah they just not a good showing for for the acc
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah no you're and right
1: that doesn't, that doesn't make you feel bad at all
2: <laughs> i mean i i respect clemson they've had great teams um i i, I live my life in south bend indiana but I think Notre Dame is yet in the modern era. Um, they, they, they get a lot of uh, credit and, and haven't delivered, right? No. I mean, it's been 88. I think they won a long
1: time, real long time. So, but, and, but,
2: and, and it's, but it's through no fault of their own. I'm not mad at Notre Dame. It's just they, they seem to be given an extra second look sometimes when yeah. it merited. it.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you're absolutely right, Ben and, and John. Uh, I just want to point out Todd remained in character. He would not trash the ACC. It's just not in his blood to do that. So, I love it.
2: <laughs> I, I point out their are 0 and 6. So maybe I'm a
0: little in, you know, with a
1: smile and a you know very in a very nice, warm-hearted way. It was it was beautiful. Yeah. So,
0: and you know, look, I mean, you SEC, the two two of the flagship programs, Auburn and and Florida, um, both got got. You know, and I think they annihilated. The Florida losses? got annihilated. Yeah, yeah. Only two losses, or did Missouri yeah. lose too? No, I think that's the only two, right? And yeah, Missouri's game was COVID canceled. Yeah, canceled. So I think yeah. they were the only. I think they were the only two losses. Every other SEC team won. So um, kudos to them. Hey, All right, let's know, talk about before
1: the- before you go to Clemson. Do you do you have any? Do you what? You, can we talk about Mike Leach for a second? I know it's been t- done to death, but are you disappointed in the way he handled that post game? Both of you as SEC well, guys.
0: I haven't <clears> to be honest. I have not watched anything that happened after the day of the game. So after Fridays uh, or whatever day the game was, the game was on Thursday. I, yeah. I haven't seen anything other than his like kind of immediate in the yeah. locker room. Yeah. That was dumb. It, it started dumb. It finished dumb. Like I, I didn't see anything else he said. And I haven't seen what the, what Tulsa and or Mississippi State has done reaction wise. Have you guys? I'll, I'll,
2: I'll say this um, and you guys can and jump on. But uh, I think coaches and refs, control the kids are all going to be knuckleheads right so i think it's the of the coaches and the refs to the refs to call it tight especially when there's extra jawing and extracurricular activity but that thing started in warm-up when they were wearing shirts and you yep. know yep. uh and leg pads and it carried on through um the inexcusable part and i have not seen this i heard that players from mississippi state were on tiktok and bill you could probably look it up <laughs> laughing at Locker room post game, right? So, so that's the, you know, that that was just a black eye on football, the SEC, both schools. But then to kind of laugh about it, they're not getting the message that they screwed up, right? They're right. they're celebrating it. So, if, if that's true, and I, and I haven't seen it, then Mike Lee, you know, he he owns, he's got blood on his hands, if you will. So, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I just think there had to be, there's got to be a real strong statement coming from both coaches, and they both kind of failed, to be honest. I mean, um but a even post game in the heat of the moment, you got to, you've got to come out and say, Hey, what, what we did was wrong. Uh, there's nothing, you know, that, that I, look, I heard, I'm not, I'm just repeating things I've heard, which is kind of what I do, but you know, Mike Leach sits in parents' living rooms, telling those parents, I'm going to make your son a man. I'm going to teach him the right way. I'm going to do everything I can to make him a, you're going to be proud of him when I bring him home to you. Yet after that game, he sits there and just goes "Ah, oh, whatever. Cause really that's what he said, whatever. Yeah. He didn't, he yeah. didn't, so I think that's, you know, and Mike Leach, Leach. See, he gets away with murder already because he's just who he is and it's funny and we like him and yeah. he's just, a you're, you're right. And
0: whereas like a coach Monk and, you know, from army, um, yeah. you know, every time after the game, he's like, these are young men who are going to protect our country and, and they take their you know roles very seriously. And it's just, it, you know, it's, it's um, it, yeah, it is different. And it's, um, it's a shame that it is. They all should be sort of held to a, that student athlete standard and, yeah. Um, you know, here, here's what I know. If that same, take the, take the uniforms off, that same altercation happens in the junction outside of Davis Wade Stadium in Mississippi State, every student that's involved is suspended or kicked out of school, right? If that was just a brawl on campus in the union, yeah. if that just happened in the union, exact same thing where certain players are running and kicking people in the face and running away and you know people weren't involved Getting you know people weren't in the game were getting the fights um there would legitimate be expulsions um yeah. Yeah. and so you know it was it was just a, a bad look um yeah so yeah thanks for bringing that up it was you know it's something you know and um you know people that are seniors they have nothing to lose right what are they going to do? get kicked I, off the I, team?
1: I think that was a big part of it <laughs> what, what do they
0: care yeah yeah, and both sides, Tulsa. You know, after yeah, yeah, They're too. both, yeah.
1: both, both
0: responsible. Um, you know the after the Alabama Rose Bowl, you know, you kind of got that feeling like, oh, here we go again, another playoff with no good games, and you saw a really good game on on uh, Friday night. Uh, Ohio State comes in underdogs, Clemson. I think everybody pretty much except Booger McFarland that I saw on TV picked Clemson. Um, booger felt that ohio state was going to pull the upset justin fields looked unbelievable i couldn't believe some of his accurate throws after he got drilled in the in the ribs by skalski which i felt was a it was clearly spearing but i did not feel in any way was a dirty play it was a football play at full speed a lot of people it's funny how the two sean simpson pointed this out on on twitter the two plays that happened in last year's game a questionable targeting and a fumble that was maybe not a fumble both went against ohio state last year and both went against clemson this year mm-hmm. um you know, and it wasn't it didn't seem like it, either one was makeup it just happened that way poetic justice but listen justin fields and the buckeyes chris Olave um is special uh justin fields threw some of those deep balls where they showed it from the upper deck camera that spiral coming down into the hands of Olave as he crossed the goal line it was a um Ohio State played about, they checked every box. The lines were good. Trey Sermon was good. You know, they were without, you know, their other running back, Master Teague. Um, I, I thought it was a, a good performance. The question becomes, did they kind of play their best game a game too early? So we'll <laughs> see. Um, what were your thoughts, Mal or, or, or Bill? I mean, it was a, it was a good game to watch if you didn't care who
3: was in the fight. Was an excellent game to watch. Uh, Ohio State honestly surprised me a little bit. Uh, I didn't think they were that good, uh, but they played exceptionally well. Now they was their seventh game. Is there a, a freshness factor uh, uh, in play? I, I don't know, but regardless, they certainly put their very best foot forward. Uh, the quarterback played a heroic game. He was Fantastic uh, from before he got hurt until after he got hurt. Uh, and then through the end of the game, he just really played a, a terrific game. And uh, Bill, I know you saw this uh, Skowski, uh, uh, the kid who hit him uh, after the game uh, waited uh, and he got, the kid got thrown out. Uh, he did the right thing. He waited. He waited. He apologized, and then he took full responsibility in a tweet earlier uh, earlier today or, or late last night, which uh, juxtaposed to what we just got through talking about was kind of a nice thing to see. Sure.
1: Yeah, great yep. great character with that kid. He, uh, you know, <clears throat> you talked about how fast that happened, Sean, and, and that's why, I mean, since I was a kid and did a couple of years in football, you're, you're always told, <laughs> to see what you hit you got to have eyes on that guy as you make that tackle and um in skalski didn't he was going in and he knows he lowered his head he knows that's a mistake that's not good football in fact i'd say the majority of um per, you know of cases of paralysis in a football game occur from a defender dropping their head and breaking their neck when they when they hit that wow. hard um in fact look in high school i was a freshman when kip hayes Uh, broke his neck nearly died three times on the our football field at mount mcgill high school um, and was a paraplegic the rest of his life you know um, kip was a senior so we got to see he was around school for the last couple months in his wheelchair but just poor form you know and Mm. uh and so and so i think i don't know how that gets outlawed or gets going away all the way but uh yeah you know you know it's interesting i
0: mean uh, i think back to like uh chris spielman Andy and Moyer, two big Buckeye linebackers how they yeah. just always used to just tackle I mean their whole goal is to put their face mask in your chest yep um but you watch some of these plays I mean look at the Najee Harris jumping over the guy if you yeah. slow that down the Notre Dame defender just lowers his head and goes for the knees yep. and he jumps right over and that's why he didn't see him going over him It's he was yeah. looking his head was down
3: yeah. um
0: it's it's such a you know Um, And listen, when you're when you're going to tackle you, and then you're going to to the ground, and I'm going to the ground, and you lower your centers of gravity. It's it's. Yeah. But you're right. There's going to be, you know, we may not see it in our lifetime, but there's going to have to be some sort of incremental shift that the kids just learn differently. Yeah. um, On how that's going. And and I think,
2: and I think the rule is to protect the uh, runner, but it's also to protect the tackler. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And this was not a vicious hit, as far as he was head hunting. It was just. You can't lower the crown of your helmet, yeah. someone Correct. in the chest
1: or anywhere. And look, if he'd have just been, you know, just a just a degree yeah. off to the left, it'd just been a shoulder pad hit, you know, and it'd yep. been legal. Yeah, yep. you just can't. Yep. The crown. Yep. So, I job.
2: don't. I don't think lost in all this is um, a tip. I think we all agree. Tip your hat to Ohio State, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah. And Ryan Day is just a flat out good head ball coach. I mean, yes.
0: I, I really like him. I said to Rhonda, you know, you know, we've had obviously some big names with Trussell. And then urban um, day is, is, is quiet. He's well-spoken. He's very Lincoln Riley-ish and that he's young and he knows he's good, but he doesn't need to, you know, now he, he loves to talk. Um, You know, he, he, he's verbose. I really, I really wish Ohio state Michigan would have played this year because there would have been no let up in that game. There would have been 60 scored. If if 60 could have been scored, there would have been 60 scored, Um, Hmm. you know? And so I think he, and so, so I, I think it's gonna be a good game. I really do. I think, um, you know, it's going to be one of those ones where, you know, d- did your team come out and score too many runs in the first game and then they have nothing left in the, in the second game. You know, you just think about that in little league all the time. Like, uh, you know, I think about that in putts, Bill, you know, you're going to make 13 feet of putts in this round of golf. If you make 12 on the first hole, you're going to miss everything else, you know? <laughs> um, and so sometimes it's hard to say, but a, a big win for Ohio state as expected. Todd, we were talking at the end of that game, uh, the line, I think started at seven and a half. I don't know if it's moved much, if if a lot of money's gone on one of the two teams. Um, it's still seven and a half, Sean. Seven and a half and it's 75 over-under? 75 and a
2: half. Good grief. <laughs> Five and a half. That's wow. a big number. Hey, yeah. going back to Clemson real quick. Do um, you think Dabo made a mistake uh, ranking Ohio State I think that was... Uh, I don't know, <laughs> do you think that really... I mean, that's great. I, I that's think great. that was used Look. in the in the locker room internally it is good and board. Yeah, it is
1: material. It, and look i think that stuff matters way more in college than it does in the pro level right yeah. you can get you can get a room full of kids fired up right playing and congrats all, to another level
2: congrats to ryan day and the players for not discussing it but i guarantee yeah. internally oh yeah hey okay, we're number 11 let's go yeah. and I'll, I'll i'll leave it this Dabo, great coach he's done wonderful wonderful things for clemson but is it time for him to go somewhere else is Is his act wearing thin on Clemson? I don't know. He made this. He made the playoffs again, so maybe not. Um, I just wonder, like Pat Riley is the old, you know, (laughs) Heat. You'd have to move around every five years because you can only be uh, deal with a certain style for so long. But college may be different because the class rotates every four years. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Just needs to go somewhere else. Uh, Who knows?
0: Well, he 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 becomes. I think uh, it's uh, easy the easy poster child of the ACC. Oh, he—they're the team that clearly everybody wants to beat. And remember, it wasn't long ago that was Bobby Bowden in Florida State. Yep. Um, and you know, look at what happened with that program. So, um, you know, we'll see. Trevor Lawrence, prop, most likely gone, uh, off to the NFL. Um, does Clemson with Etienne gone, with Skalski gone, with Lawrence? they reload.
2: They'll reload. Yeah,
0: they should. I mean, they—they they should reload. And um, you know, we'll see. So. We got the championship game on Monday of next week guys so we'll have one more show before championship game we can make our predictions then uh, really quick i want to we got a long show with the NFL um, did you guys see Steph Curry's 50 or 62 points last night
1: i just saw the quotes so i didn't see the game
0: <laughs> what were the quotes cuz i just saw some of the shots um, no i mean they're just talking about some
1: of the shots know, were amazing just being back at uh, you know a lot of kobe a lot of kobe comments right because okay. uh, the, last, I, the last player to, to, to break 60 was Kobe. So yeah, I think was, I saw yeah. a
2: meme that Golden State had 63 points and Steph had 62 of the points. I, that must have been wrong. That must have, maybe that was a joke, but I was like, was he, was he that on fire? God,
0: <laughs> no, I think, I think he, he had 62 and the rest of the team had 63 between them.
2: Yeah. Maybe that's it. Okay. That makes more sense. That makes I think. more sense. I it's think, also um, like,
0: wow. He clearly, did you see the, the kind of the, non-game video but there was a, a video of him making like 114 shots from the corner without missing
1: did you see that oh no i've, I've heard i heard about that yeah
0: yeah and i all thought all three it was, I three. It was like yeah. i thought it was i kept watching it thinking like i'm gonna see like a little cut where they where he missed one nope yeah he just kept getting fed and just kept shooting and kept shooting and kept shooting he's clearly the the best shooter of our generation um you know up there with pete maravich and uh you know Mal. i'm, I'm sure you can probably think of some guys from your youth that just could light it up, you know. But, um, you know, Bird when he got Absolutely. hot was was unstoppable. And you know, um, Reggie Miller was pretty good. Reggie yeah. Miller and um, Ray Ray, um, yeah. Ray, Allen. Ray Ray Allen Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah. Probably probably three of the best. Um, NCAA looks like they're going to go to a bubble for March Madness. Going to play Minneapolis, at, right? Yep, yeah. at the RCA Dome at Hinkle Fieldhouse, and then at Assembly Hall down in Bloomington, which is about a being about an hour, a little more than an hour bus ride but kind of like an Olympics setup where they would bubble the teams uh, probably in hotels on different floors. Yeah. Um, and really, uh, so it could be interesting, could be, could be fun to watch, uh, you know, the, the, the bracket by itself, you know, but you picture uh, without the crowds, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see if, if the underdogs have any chance without crowds willing them to a win, you know, yeah. you got, you know. Uh, the energy, right? The Yeah, energy. the energy and just the belief, whereas, you know, when you're rolling out, you know, five guys from Hofstra versus, you know, Kansas. Um, It's just not the same without the other six schools in the arena fan base is rooting for you, you know? So, but I think we'd all agree. It'd be neat to see the March madness, you know, somehow, some way, big 10 still continues to dominate Gonzaga still leads. All right, let's talk NFL boys. First of all, I think we all should say, go back to certainly back to March when we thought this too shall pass and we'll be back at it soon. And, and then we thought, I just hope sports comes back. And then a lot of cynics said, there's no way the NFL is going to do it. Guys, they played every single game on their schedule. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, cynic all you want. You can say like, oh, they didn't really do the protocols. and They didn't really do testing. They found a way to play every single game. Uh, <coughs> the NFL didn't take a, a step in any direction from being the number one sport in America. Just they, they got creative and played
2: every night of the week. There was a football game, a pro football game, every night of the week this year, Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that, that helped a lot, right? They got creative yeah. and, and made it work. So good for yeah. them.
0: Yeah. Um, so here's your, here's your, I guess you'll set the stage, then we can talk uh, games and, and how teams got there. In your AFC, Kansas City, number one seed, they'll have a bye this week. Uh, Bills play at home versus the Colts. Pittsburgh plays at home versus the Browns, and the Titans play at home versus Baltimore. All right, let's stay in the AFC. Your thoughts, Mal? Your your what, what team sort of has your eye as a potential Super Bowl contender?
3: Wow, uh, I like the Bucks. I'm talking about AFC. First. The AFC. Um, yeah. I mean In the yeah, AFC. The Bills have to be. They're playing. They're playing tremendously right now. Uh, they, they're playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, I think Kansas City is beatable. Yep. Uh, they've shown some weakness defensively, and uh, 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 I, I think I'd have to go with the Bills. I
0: think right the now. Bills.
3: Todd, I'm not sure if you, Todd. What are the
0: um? What are the odds? Of the AFC, can you look that up and see like uh, you know Kansas City? Are they like three to one or you know? Because I got to think Bills are are the second, not just because they're the second seed. I just think they have the the team that could go to Kansas City I mean, and win.
2: Uh, it's it's got to be right. Uh, Thirteen and three, and they would have won ten and zero. Would have been fourteen and two minus uh, Hale Murray we we discussed earlier. Um, which again, hey, that's a loss, but they're just playing. They're just playing well. Offense is Got a lot of weapons, um, you know. Running, passing, Josh Allen, defense. I mean, they're. To answer your question, to Mel, this you know obviously KC's got to be beaten, but um,
0: I think one two are headed for a headed for a, a tussle in Kansas City. Bill, you see any chance that Philip Rivers could lead the Colts into Orchard no. Park?
1: No, <laughs> no, yeah, no, he doesn't. Uh, no, he doesn't have enough talent. Yeah, and, and, and like in Phillips, I think Phillip is. Um, I don't know how to compare him to Brady. Uh, Phillips four years younger, I think. He's thirty nine, and um, Tom's forty three. And when you watch Brady play football, it he does. You don't see much of a drop off, but with Phillip, you kind of see it a little bit. So I think yeah. it's. I think he's done a great job for the Colts, got him in the playoffs. So it's awesome, but uh, I think the Bills are gonna manhandle the Colts this uh this week
2: his nine million kids can't help right it's gotta wear down a little
1: bit. <laughs> i think it's nine but yeah i hear you
2: yeah. i'm sorry did i add a million I'm yes sorry,
1: you I accidentally did. added million
0: in the four or five game guys you got tennessee with derrick henry in the running game versus yes. baltimore and their running game between Lamar Jackson and Dobbins um, so this
1: is a this is a rematch of last year right when the titans took out Correct. the heavily favored ravens a revenge game for uh, Baltimore,
0: could be,
2: yeah. could be. I would think, I would think Tennessee. I'd give the edge to Tennessee if I had to. <sighs> yeah. and then as,
0: as happens quite a bit, if you go back and look through the history of that that last team in, um, Cleveland and Pittsburgh go back and play again wow. after playing last week. I remember the last time I went to a Browns playoff game was when they played the Jets after playing them in week seventeen or sixteen, and then they played them the next week. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, they played the. Um, uh, the titans um was the game i went to um but that's going to be a game but this goes to pittsburgh and ben and some of the other starters will be playing again we'll be back yeah yeah so i think that's
3: a
1: tough um, game but, for the browns i mean i'd love to see him beat them. i'm not a steelers yeah. fan i'd love to see the browns upset them. i, I just don't know i, I mean i think uh, it's one of those things
0: it, that's you know they made the playoffs but then if you lose or get killed in the first round it's like what what is that you know you just yeah. play an extra week but um, oh. you have a chance and so it would be, it'd be neat because then if they win then they go to kansas city um yep as the i guess the, i guess the, if the colts won they would go to kansas city
3: um, of, of the teams, teams, teams that made the playoffs is there a team playing less hot than the it's steelers different. right now yeah yeah they're, they're probably go. coming in playing as poorly as any team that yeah. made the playoffs, as any eleven
1: and team ever played in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, right.
3: I mean, they yeah. they just have not played well for the last six or seven weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, Baker, Baker said
2: yeah. Baker said all the right things after the game. He said, you know, hey, this is great, but we're not done yet. Yeah, and um, it was good to see. Um, is it Rudolph and Garrett? They had a little handshake at the end of the game. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> last year yeah. is is behind good. us all, right? Good. Yeah. Good.
0: Listen, it, I, I don't think if many of us would have said Cleveland was going to go into Tennessee four weeks ago and destroy the Titans. So that's the kind of game they're going to need. They're going to need to rely on their, their running game, uh, yeah. Nick Chubb and um, Kareem Hunt and Baker just needs to make no mistakes and hopefully the defense can play well. All right, over in the NFC, which two of our guys really care about, um, Green Bay is your number one seed. Aaron Rodgers, I think, sewed up the MVP. MVP Why wow. he look right? good? He's amazing, yeah. Um, looked good in Chicago. 48 touchdown passes. Um, mm. Here's your here's your seedings. Uh, New Orleans, number two seed. They're going to host Chicago. Seattle's your three seed. They host the Rams. And the Washington football team, uh, after that big win against the Eagles, uh, they're going to host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the 11 and 10 team, right? Yeah. That's six uh, and 10,
1: 11 and five. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: That's, that's odd. They probably should look at that rule. Right. <laughs>
1: and we talked about that. Yeah, they should. Now it's too close to home <laughs> to comment. So
0: Bill, right? you know, what's, what's the vibe down there? I mean, are people saying that the path to, to Tampa is there?
1: Uh, I don't think I hear that. Um, maybe from, you know, crazy diehard fans but I think, I think there's a lot of uh, um, everybody feels pretty good about this first game, right? You'd have to, even, even traveling up to uh, uh, it's what's the, it's not FedEx field anymore, whatever it's called. Um, you know, even traveling up to, uh, to Washington or Landover, uh, it'll be, I, I think the Bucks should handle that game pretty easily. Brady's a cold, cold weather kind of guy. It's not going to, he's not a dome quarterback or any issues like that. So even though, Anthony, he said publicly a couple times down here, why the hell would I ever live up, up north again? Because <laughs> he's, he's sure. enjoyed living in Florida during a football mm-hmm. season. Uh,
3: you know, I, I heard a stat this afternoon on the radio that if you took all of the quarterbacks in the history of the NFL who have played at 43 or older and added all of their touchdowns together, Tom Brady had more than all of them this year
1: that's awesome you mean even george blanda my buddy from the raiders (laughs) i love george he he was a kicker and a quarterback
3: oh man
0: all right great stat that i think todd shared on twitter about uh antonio brown's uh reception he did did three shuffle passes to him at the end of the game to get him
1: to to get him as a million
2: that's nice. I'm
1: I not, I'm not sure how happy like, the owners well, are, but but good good on Brady for doing that. You thank
3: Russell, Russell,
2: uh, Russell Wilson did the same thing. I forget with who in Seattle, but it was late in the game with like 30 seconds left and obviously victory formation. And he called a double and did a little uh, hitch. And he goes, man, he's a great guy. He's got a daughter, a family. I'm glad I could get him you know, $200,000 or whatever. Wow. Again, I'm thrilled, but Russ. Russ was happy to help him yeah
1: so I, I think um, I, I think that'll be that'll be but I think you we, this conversation has to go to uh, how the Washington football team is even hosting this game because it had a very good chance that it'd be the Giants instead but but what the Eagles uh, did and what
0: <laughs> Doug Peterson yeah it just what was Peterson weird. did I mean,
1: yeah, that's amazing. Uh,
0: and I don't even think going forward on fourth down is that weird. I mean, they, you know, you're fourth, you're four and 10. You're not going to go anywhere. You might as well go it on fourth down. But then after that play with what, seven minutes left in the third yep. to pull your starter, your future yep, to stay Sedfield deserved to reach the field because he practiced hard all year. It he's just always, seems so-
1: he, he said that he actually said he's been here four years. I thought I'd give him a shot. I want to you see. Know, he needs to get his chance. Like what? Fishy. What are
0: you talking Fishy. about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and and yeah. I mean he he said yes. I was trying to win the game. Yes, we did everything we could. I no. just felt like he needed a a chance. It was just weird. It just yeah. were you trying to win the game? I no, don't know. not at
3: all.
0: <laughs> and and it was funny because for a while Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth just kind of played off that there was a new quarterback, and then it Chris, Chris Collinsworth just finally went. Oh, I can't, I can't stop. I, I got to say something. This is ridiculous. I mean, it was so funny that he was just like, I, I mean, what is going on here? What are we watching? And I was like, yeah, this is really weird. I don't know. And then they just kept, they just kept saying like, Oh, Giants fans got to hate this play. Oh, Giants fans got to hate this play. Oh, uh, Look yeah. at Anthony. <laughs> now, my no, brother. Had,
1: Go ahead, Anthony. We an outside chance.
3: We had an outside chance to try to make it. We did everything we needed to do on Sunday. Play just in the
0: other sixteen weeks, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Only oh got what's ahead
0: of you. Oh, yeah. yeah, ugly. So we'll see. I, you know, Bill, if you had to pick up a, a Super Bowl matchup right now, do you do you go chalk or? Yeah,
1: I'd go chalk. I'd go Chiefs Packers. I just, I think they're, they're just uh, head and shoulders above the rest of their conferences. Uh, I don't know how you ever pick against the Chiefs if everybody's healthy, and uh, and and the Packers are just having one of those years. So I, I like, I don't, I think they may, I think they easily handle the saints. I think they easily handle. I mean, I I think the Seahawks and Rams are just kind of lost to be quite honest. Rams are, I think the Rams are a horrible team. Um, Beatable. Yeah. 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 And, and the bucks, you know, would, would struggle. What, you know, their biggest issues, their secondary, you know, the, the, and, uh, you know, they got a great rush defense. Only one team rushed for over 100 yards this year against the Bucks. Uh, hmm. One one running back. Um, so to have uh, to have to deal with Rodgers the entire game, oof, that'd be tough. So, so I think I think that's my take. I don't know if anybody's got something different, but those those are two very good teams.
0: Todd, you go on with your, your Bills. Well, Bills Packers, kind of a dream matchup for the Meineker.
1: Yeah, Bills Packers. Yep. Good.
2: Uh, Good. And I think it's doable. It's not too. It's not a no. six seed bill, right? It's yeah. it's yeah. doable. So I feel I feel okay with that prediction. Right. Mal,
3: Washington now football. I'm sitting here looking at the odds right now. Uh, Kansas City's plus one ninety. Mm. The Packers are plus five hundred. Buffalo Bills and the and the Saints are both plus seven fifty, and then the Buccaneers plus 1100 and the Ravens who are playing pretty well at the moment are plus 1200 along with the Seahawks. And after that, it drops off pretty significantly. Wow.
1: Wow. We got the bucks ahead of the Ravens, huh? I know they're two different yeah. conferences, but
3: wow. Yeah. Uh, About okay. a hundred bucks and in, in, in the whole scheme of things, but uh, who I'd like to see, who I think I'm going to see, I think you're going to see the chalk just the way the playoffs Games line up, uh, but I would love to see Tampa Bay get into the Super Bowl here in Tampa, and let Tommy Terrific win the Super Bowl here, and just put the cherry on top of a pretty spectacular mm-hmm. career uh, in the place where I live. It'd be
1: awesome, and, and a pretty spectacular year for Tampa Bay with the Rays, the Lightning, yeah. and the Bucks. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Jeez.
3: yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, there's, you know, that, that possibility still exists. Uh, you know, when we were in Pinehurst, we were talking about how the, the Lightning, the Rays, and the Bucks still had a chance. Uh, and uh, if anybody can do it, Tom Brady can. Yep. Cool. Well, I think uh,
0: if Cleveland does not beat Pittsburgh, which I don't know that they will, but if they, if they don't, then that's going to shuffle Pittsburgh would play the bills. Cause I think Baltimore is going to beat Tennessee. And I think, I think Baltimore KC would be a great AFC championship um, with the two guys, you know, going against each other that everybody thought was going to meet last year yeah. in Baltimore. I do think Tampa Bay makes the NFC championship game. I think they mm-hmm. win. And I think they win a shootout in new Orleans. Uh, and you're going to see Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers play in the cold in green Bay. Wow. Um, that's a fun matchup. Yeah. That'd be fun. Just, just to have the idea of Brady possibly making it and Tampa Bay <laughs> possibly making it. Uh, I think they've won a playoff game there one time in green Bay. And that was when work done had a great game and that's when they went on to win the Super Bowl um, in that game. So we'll see. Well, we got, we got, it's, it's, it's the first time ever guys with six playoff games and I love what the NFL did. Uh-huh. They got it just stacked up back to back to back uh, on
1: Saturday, you know, Sunday. Yeah. Saturday
0: and Sunday. Yep. Yeah. Um college it's, games are done and you got Monday's championship game. Uh pretty perfect. solid weekend of uh of sports. So uh, anything else on the sports docket you want to drop in before we say goodbye?
1: Is Shay going to jump in for some uh, NBA update? <laughs> okay, just I guess we're good then.
3: <laughs> yep.
0: All right. So Mal, what do you got what do you got on your schedule first full week of the year?
3: Uh, we're uh, finishing up uh, some goal setting. We have uh, two closings, one Wednesday and another one on Friday. Uh, had a listing come on last week. We have another one coming on. If we can get the photo scheduled, we'll have that one come on on Friday or Saturday. And uh, Just going to get back into the swing of it. Uh, we played uh, Where in the World is Anthony for about 10 days uh, where I, I didn't do much I worked, but I didn't really work very hard. I unplugged a little bit. So uh, looking forward to getting back to it a little bit. Todd, how about you? Um, so
2: business-wise, all signs point to a good year. Uh, quote volume up. Um, we run anywhere from a 6, 12 to 18 month cycle um, of when we're quoting stuff to when we actually order. So. Um, that's the good news. The bad news is lags sometimes um, come behind. But with COVID being uh, in 2020, what it was um, again, court uh, activity was up. Um, numbers were okay. So really looking forward to uh, 2021 hitting the ground running. Um, on a personal note, uh, knock on wood, my daughter is trying out for the South Forsyth High School tennis team. Uh, tryouts starting Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So. Uh, They have a JV team and a varsity team. So um, she's in 10th grade. Um, Hopefully she at least makes JV, but uh, we've been talking a lot and I've been prepping her for uh, all the possibilities, good, bad, and indifferent uh, of what will happen. So hopefully I have good news for you guys uh, next week. Um, Resolutions, everyone's into resolutions and I'm anti-resolution because I think you should constantly be uh, reassessing, reevaluating and not just wait till uh, January 1st. But I read something really interesting. People are talking about I need to do this less, I need to eat less, I need to smoke less, and they said focus on the more, right? I need to get uh, more sleep, I need to um, do more volunteering, I need to do more. So again, um, focus on the positive, more versus less. And the last thing I'll let you go is um, I'm going to focus this year on my inner dialogue. I think we all have a running inner dialogue and. uh, Gosh, I could be mean and negative to myself, right? So, uh, really, really trying to focus on um, on being positive and uh, maybe rephrasing some of uh, some of what I tell myself into uh, into positive instead of negative. So, that's uh, that's what I got going on, man. Looking forward to a great week.
0: Awesome, Bill.
1: Was the uh, pickleball team competition too tough at uh, the high school? What do you
0: mean? I'm
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> the pickleball team competition too tough at the high school. <laughs> For your daughter
2: i actually um a good story i made the tennis team um but when i was a freshman Ooh. i i played a senior for the last cut and uh played a we played a match and i lost a really tight one and uh i was crushed at the time but then looking back i'm like eh he got to play uh one extra year of varsity I, you know I, I did fine moving forward but i remember being bu- bummed out being cut as a freshman oh, the last
1: that's tough. Last cut but
2: all, all that's ended good. well it's all good yeah
1: Uh, Let's see, this week, tomorrow um, is Nina Dosage from Vanguard Properties out of uh, uh, San uh, San Francisco area. Really interesting lady, super funny, uh, very cool, doing some great stuff. So that's uh, episode 265 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. And um, I had a nice conversation this week with a friend of, of, uh, I should have mentioned this at the opening, but a friend of Sean's and Todd's, Trey Rogers. (laughs) His, uh, his daughter, um, uh, Lauren. Uh, Lauren, Lauren, right? Lauren, right? Yeah, Lauren Rogers wants to start a podcast. And I'll share this quick story. I thought, okay, that's great. Lauren, uh, you know, I was thinking age wise, probably senior in high school. Maybe she's in college. She wants to do a podcast. It's all good. I started doing 13, some research. Right? I always, yeah, I started doing research. <laughs> so I can't find her online anywhere, which is kind of weird because usually somebody's got an account. And yeah. I asked Sean, how old is she? He said, I think she's 12. And then he came back a second later saying, she's 13. I go, okay, that's going to change the way we're going to talk about this podcast. Please let mom or dad be on the call together with us. I mean, we should, you know, and and, and um, Stacy was there and, and super fun. So we had a about an hour long conversation talking about this podcast that uh, that Lauren's going to fire up with her mom's help. Super cool. So I can't wait. Nice. And once it's out there, we'll definitely... You're all going to want to listen to it. It's a super interesting topic for all of us. So I don't know if you know the topic, Todd. Do you? I do. Hmm. It's the world. Of- I know she.
2: I know she gulps, but um, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, and- it's the world of beauty pageants.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think you.
1: Pageantry. Okay. Yeah, and 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 um, I was worried about that. My wife and I were both worried, and I had this conversation with Lauren and Stacy. And I said, you know, there's a negative connotation to the pageant world. And they said, yeah, tiaras and toddlers and all that stuff. <laughs> but, right. but the but the the stuff that, that Lauren participates in like forbids makeup until they're like 13 or 14. And so it's okay. a, it's more of a developing skills as a young woman, interview process and all kinds of cool stuff. So it's 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 you know, we we had had a great time hoping to map out some some kind of a plan for them so it'd be successful. So well, it was fun, to, it was fun to spread
0: you that. To, us, and we'll all share it with our, we'll, we'll give her some oh, yeah.
1: yeah, we will. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, cool. anyways, yeah. So that's, uh, that's and this week, the hags. Todd, do you know what hags are?
2: It's gotta be an English reference. Um, being soccer. Uh,
1: so go ahead. No, Big Hairy Audacious Goals. Those are the things oh. companies. I thought
2: it was like bangers and mash, like a uh, slang for breakfast in England. Okay.
1: So. Kind of like that, yeah. That's um, funny. Yeah, some really aggressive 2021 goals were set uh, for the U.S. operation. Uh, rate
2: my stretch goals. goals I call them bills. Big time stretch,
1: stretch goals. goals. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, uh, my sales lead that I hired. We had a long conversation this morning, and mapped out some things that you know um that we can do to to make sure that we're moving things in the right direction so that's been a lot of fun that's something i haven't done in um a long time is those kinds of things so it's 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 really fun uh
2: big hairy aggressive goals uh, right? audacious i think it's the word audacious okay yeah. i love it that's yeah. good stuff
1: yeah. yeah so looking forward to it
0: John. nice uh guys my speaking starts tomorrow i have two uh, sessions. One is our uh, local Coal Banker, Ohio, kind of our kickoff news you can use, you know, um, meeting and our president Joe King has asked me to do a, a presentation to kind of get the troops active, you know, early in the year. And I, I put together 21 things to do in 21. I shared it with Anthony last night to kind of just have someone else look at it who's in the business and I saw him taking notes. He was sitting, he was sitting, taking notes throughout the presentation. So, there's a, a multi year veteran. So, I think it's some good ideas and it's, uh, it's visually very appealing as well. So, that, that's fun. And then, I'm going to do a, another session for my friends, Coal Banker Legacy in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, and then, something on Friday with our Coal Banker company in um, Philadelphia. As I said to you guys offline, uh, Ryan heads back to Mississippi State for his second part of his freshman year. So, I'll drive down with him to Nashville. Tennessee will overnight there all then fly home from there and he'll drive the rest of the way into Starkville and then our daughter Riley heads off on Saturday to finish up her senior year at University of South Carolina so really proud of both kids and we'll see what it, what happens with mom and dad uh, home alone how, how many projects get started and how many projects get finished and uh, and, and and what happens so, so it'll be fun we got great sports this weekend to pay attention to uh, and then we pretty much pretty soon we'll be turning our eyes to basketball and and hockey sometime soon as well as soccer. So on behalf of Anthony and Todd and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. And thanks for listening to the Staredown.